You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome back, everybody. Episode number 25 of the Announcer Schedules podcast is here. I'm your host, Mike Gill. Phil DeMont Molland, the voice, the face, the Twitter handle, at Announcer Skeds, is back with me after a great week. Uh, some awesome games this weekend. It's Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to all of our listeners and supporters out there. Don't forget rate review subscribe that helps out leave some reviews if you're listening on apple google spotify wherever you listen we're on the sports media watch feed where you can find a plethora of podcasts in the media realm john lewis tj reeves uh have the sports media watch george offman tell me a story i don't know and of course phil us the announcer schedules podcast every thursday we generally drop and, uh, hey, we had a great week. We had Connor Onion last week. This is Maction. He was a great story, and uh, we look forward to some of the stories that are going to happen for Thanksgiving week. Yeah, what a week it is. I mean, my head is spinning. There's so much live sports on right now, and we're going to get to a lot of it. Yeah, we got uh, football, World Cup, basketball, NFL, uh, NBA, NHL, college hoops, and uh, we also have – an anniversary of sorts here. So give us the goods here. What do we know? What do we know? Well, you know, the announcer sked's Twitter feed, which without it, I guess we would never be here with this podcast. Um, suddenly Twitter sent this uh, happy Twitterversary notification uh, to us. And it's the fourth anniversary this week of the announcer schedules and the announcer sked's Twitter feed. And um, it made me reflect back a little bit on how this whole deal started. And we we talked about this a little way back on episode number one. Um, but basically, I'm the type of person, for whatever reason, that who over the years would sit down with a legal pad and list out the games across the board on any given uh, Saturday or Sunday. And I would also take notes as far as who would be announcing those games. It was just kind of how I'm wired, you know, watching sports, who's announcing the games and so forth. And it just kind of dawned on me four years ago. And it actually, I'd look back on the date. It was a Thanksgiving day itself. And I was making my way from one um, coast of Florida to the other to visit family. And it kind of dawned on me, well, wait a second. Why don't I make this information public? If I'm writing this long list just for myself, of who's announcing the games on any given day, might as well um, make something of it and, and spread this news a little bit. And I had been doing it a bit for the announcers who I would work with when I would do stats gigs. You know, I would kind of 
uh, curate a tweet for our entire crew that everyone could then send out and, and use. And sometimes I include a photo from the booth or that kind of thing. And so I started this Twitter account for just on a whim or an intuition. And I sent out one of my first tweets and it was literally like, Hey, whatever games are happening that afternoon of Thanksgiving, 2018, um, I'm going to try to catch it before that game tips off or kicks off and get the word out. And it was a North Carolina, Texas college basketball game, 7.30 p.m. Eastern from Las Vegas in the Orleans Arena. I don't know the name of this particular tip-off tournament, but Tim Brando, Bill Raftery, and Andy Katz on the call. And I tweeted this thing out, and Tim Brando retweeted it, and that got the momentum going. And it became a daily uh, exercise of mine. And, you know, the, the Twitter account's grown and, you know, we're now celebrating that anniversary. So just wanted to kind of retell that story. I know people are always, whenever they um, kind of put two and two together that that I'm running that account, you know, they ask me, like, how the heck does this thing work? And, you know, how did it start and that kind of thing. So thought it'd be a good opportunity to kind of tell the backstory there a little bit. And big thanks to Tim Brando for that retweet, because without it, probably wouldn't have kept up with this deal. 22,000 followers later on Twitter, and here is the announcer schedules podcast. Real quick with that, you know, has it grown to the point where the networks are giving you the schedules? How how do you compile who's doing what? How do you know who's doing ESPN Plus games and FS1 games and smaller network games that most people aren't aware of? I mean, how do you get that information? Well, I mean, more of it is available than people probably think in terms of just the the PR efforts from the different um, organizations, whether it's Fox Sports or ESPN or whatnot. Usually there is a press release at some point each week that that lays it all out. It's just a matter of putting the effort in to, to kind of compile it all and also release it on the days of the games. Um, there's a couple others, you know, uh, Daniel Ormsby, who... Um, has a, a website as well. He's been doing this for years and he does a great job and he goes way deeper than I do. And so he and I trade notes every once in a while and then announcers themselves, you know, the, the toughest thing and kind of, I think what maybe sets us apart is, you know, I don't worry about getting too far in advance. I just do it the day of the game. So it's kind of a viewer's guide for any giver giving day. And the toughest thing is the, the last minute changes and the switches, and especially during COVID, I mean, that was wild as far as, you know, uh, just who's where and who's on uh, health and safety protocols and, and and so on and so forth. And so there are a good amount of announcers who I've built relationships with and who we just kind of communicate via a direct message or what have you and uh, keep each other updated as far as what's going on. And I appreciate all of them you know, feeding me, you know, those, those news and, and, and kind of getting ahead of things as well. But, um, you know, so it's, it's, there's a bunch of kind of, um, you know, resources that I use, but it, it goes across the gamut quite a bit, whether it's someone feeding me the, the information directly or just from a press release from one of the networks. Okay, Phil, uh, it's a busy Thanksgiving week like no other. I mean, we've got World Cup, NFL, college football, college hoops. Feast week is going on in college basketball, NBA, NHL. So give us some viewer habits for the week here. Well, I don't know about viewer habits in terms of the mass audiences. You know, I'll, I'll leave that to John Lewis as far as, you know, who's getting the ratings. I'm sure the NFL will still continue to 
to rain on Thanksgiving. But what's really unique this year, of course, is the World Cup's going on at the same time as all this. So, you know, every Thanksgiving's a busy sports week on on television and so forth between the the big nfl thanksgiving day and all these huge college football games you know throughout the weekend um you know these big rivalry games you know so much on the line in college football college basketball there are so many preseason tournaments it is a chore to keep these things all straight i mean it's unbelievable they i mean they're going on you know uh you know you name it if there's an arena in the state of Florida, in Southern California, in the Bahamas, in the Virgin Islands, in Cancun, they've got a tournament going, not to mention Las Vegas and Hawaii. And it, you know, so there's nonstop college hoops. Of course, the NBA and NHL are in the regular season. But the big difference maker this year is, of course, this, this World Cup that has kicked off this week. And you know, it all started, there was a game on Sunday. And then on Monday at 8 a.m., they got things going with England and Iran. And Monday into Tuesday, I don't know if I've ever witnessed a stretch of live televised major sports as what we saw here. So 8 a.m., we got started with a World Cup game, England and Iran. The World Cup continued through the morning. College hoops then kind of kicked into gear throughout uh, Monday afternoon into Monday evening. There was a Monday night football game as well and then college hoops continued late into monday night to an hour that is almost unfathomable we've talked about late night college hoops before but there was a game that started at 10 p.m pacific time 1 a.m eastern time and this was the socal challenge uh southern illinois unlv cbs sports network alex del barrio and tim doyle on the call this deal ended mike at around 3 a.m. Eastern time on Tuesday morning. So you literally could have been watching sports. I mean, we're we're getting to just absurd uh, stretches of time here. And then guess what? You might be able to catch a couple hours shut-eye, but at 5 a.m., just two hours later, <laughs> Argentina and Saudi Arabia kick off on FS1. Um, and that was, of course, this huge upset, you know, Saudi Arabia defeating Argentina so it's just round the clock live sports at the moment thanks to the World Cup going on and you know Tuesday Wednesday Thursday World Cup getting started with these 5 a.m eastern time starts not to mention that's 2 a.m um you know on the on the west coast pacific time so these these wild time zone situations coupled with all this college hoops all this football there is more live sports on this week than I would argue uh, you know, any given stretch, uh, you know, in in my memory, at least as far as across the dial and uh, something, you know, I, I probably we can uh, maybe defer to John Lewis on. But I have argued that one of these sports leagues, the NBA, the NHL, Major League Baseball should feature a early afternoon midweek game of the week and just own like a Wednesday one o'clock every Wednesday and make that a package to have continuous live sports on that day to make, hey, Wednesday, I know we're getting an afternoon basketball game on ESPN or an afternoon hockey game on TNT. And I think you can grow something like that. We see, and I don't know what the ratings are going to say for all these day games, but I think if you had them continuously every week, that people love watching afternoon live sports. There's an appetite for it out there. Now, the interesting thing is going to be, 
listen to Sports Media Watch. You got England, USA Friday afternoon. Is that going to beat some of the college football games? You know, Michigan, Ohio State's this weekend, Auburn, Alabama's this weekend. So how will that soccer do? We'll see because, as you mentioned, uh, Fox and FS1 have all the soccer. We know the NFL is back for another big weekend, and it's kind of uh, an interesting weekend because we have games on Thursday. So if you're listening to the podcast on Thursday, there are games happening on that particular day. So why don't we uh, take a look at some of the matchups? Yeah, always a, a very traditional um, NFL Thursday during you know the Thanksgiving holiday, of course, and you know the Lions and Cowboys all, always involved as part of that tradition. Uh, Nance Romo and Wolfson on the the Bills Lions game that'll be on CBS. Then, of course, the number one Fox team, uh, Burkhart Olson and Aaron Andrews on the Giants Cowboys. NBC has the the uh, third game of the triple header, uh, Patriots Vikings. Big Sunday. And that brings us – oh, go ahead, Mike. Yeah, no, big Sunday afternoon. By the way, uh, those three games on Thursday are on the radio. Bills, Lions, Kevin Cooler, Baselli, Giants, Cowboys, Ryan Ratsky, Ross Tucker, and Compass Media also has their Dallas team, Kevin Ray and Danny White, on that game. You can get that as a standalone game if you want. Uh, Westwood One has a triple header clock, which finishes up with Bill Rosinski and Ryan Harris in the night game, and then that brings us uh, to what we have going on Sunday. Yeah, Sunday, you know, another full slate, of course. Uh, Bengals-Titans is the Iron Eagle game. Ravens-Jags uh, with Andrew Catalan also on CBS. Uh, Spiro Ditas, uh on the Texans and Dolphins game. And uh, Kevin Harlan has got Chargers-Cardinals. Gumble and Archuleta on Raiders-Seahawks. So those are your CBS games. Uh, over on Fox, uh, Bucks-Browns, which, you know, I talked to TJ Reeves, um, our you know, partner on the Sports Media Watch podcast feed. Uh, he's got some, you know, uh, challenging travel to get up to Cleveland. You know, weather's still a factor as well in much of the country. But he, he'll he be going from Auburn, Alabama on Saturday for Compass Media uh, to Bucks browns uh, Kenny Albert and Jonathan Vilma have the, the TV call there. Joe Davis, Daryl Johnson on Bears-Jets. Chris Myers, the play-by-player on Broncos-Panthers. Kevin Kugler, who has been – uh, really active, a previous guest on the podcast. He has Saints, Niners, and then Adam and Amin and Mark Schlereth, Falcons, Commanders. And then the number one Fox crew uh, coming off the Thanksgiving Day game, Burkhart and Olsen will be on Rams Chiefs. By the way, Kugler's on Thursday radio, Friday Fox TV. So Westwood won Thursday Fox TV. And Ryan Radke's also on Thursday and Sunday because he's doing Sunday night. Uh, with Mike Golick on Westwood One, and then Harlan and Warner is your Monday night team for that Steelers-Colts game. Let's get to the college football action. We had it this week again. We had Connor Onion, uh, who had that great call. What a great young broadcaster. Had a pretty interesting story. Yeah, it was really cool to hear you catch up with Connor Onion and uh, listen to his story. And certainly, you know, his name has continued to, you know, elevate here with this uh, viral call for the Maction game. And, you know, there, there was some great Maction even beyond that. You know, some of these calls in the snow that we saw, uh, Drew Carter um, had a pair of them that also went viral. And just want to give a shout out to him as well. Not easy to call a game in heavy, heavy snow where you can't even see the yard markers. I can only imagine from a 
stats and spotter standpoint as well, how difficult that had to be. But Drew Carter uh, got it done up there uh, with some additional maction action. Take a listen. Break out the fanny pack, and you see him going to it between every play. This is the first carry for Sean Tyler, who's got tons of speed. Sean Tyler dashing through the snow. Touchdown, Western Michigan. 52 yards. To Ronald Kent is going to come in and have the best angle at making this tackle. But that missed tackle right there, step late, allows Tyler, who we know can run with the best of them, see, I don't call it pay dirt. See, there you go. Uh, it's hard to even see where the end zone is with that. I mean, the snow is uh, just covers the field in that spot. Good call uh, by Drew Carter there. And uh, obviously the Maction has given us some, some young new names uh, to the broadcast uh, announcer schedule podcast conversation. And then we had some great calls uh, throughout the week. I mean, as we are getting that TCU, Baylor came down to the wire. Michigan, Illinois came down to the wire. USC, UCLA, uh, they had a, a firework pick a game uh, of which was your favorite ending. I think uh, the TCU-Baylor game sticks out the most. Uh, Jason Benetti on the call there. Um, you know, that Michigan-Illinois game, as you mentioned, wild as well. Um, Ohio State's game was interesting as well for a while. And then UCLA-USC, as you mentioned that night. South Carolina with the big uh, upset also over Tennessee, like a coming out party for the Gamecocks. Um, that was interesting. That was the big Fowler and Herb Street game. But Jason Benetti and Brock Keward on that TCU-Baylor game uh, earlier in the day, um, you know, to me was the one that really stood out. And the lead up to that, Phil, I mean, just like a fire drill of people trying to get off the field, on the field. They have no timeouts left. They got to get off the field. The field goal unit has to come on. They barely get to set the kick and up. And what a call by Benetti there. Yeah, and just the context of it all with TCU, you know, undefeated and, you know, trying to stay in this college football playoff line. I mean, it's the stakes are so high right now with all these games also. It just adds to the electricity. American Giant makes great clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, and more right here in the U.S. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order with code STAPLE20. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, uh, we got a big week ahead in college football. This is really uh, a make or break week for college football. The playoffs, obviously, TCU is still undefeated. So we got some big games uh, heading down the stretch here. Yeah, and, you know, it all starts on Thursday. Uh, traditionally, there's one college football game, one major college football game on Thursday on Thanksgiving. That's the Egg Bowl, Mississippi State and Ole Miss. This can be entertaining at times, and certainly when you match up Lane Kiffin and uh, Mike Leach on the, the the sidelines, not to mention, you know, there's some wild coaching carousel rumors flying with uh, Kiffin. So 
you know, who knows, uh, you know, what kind of news is going to come out of that that evening as well. But, you know, that kind of kicks things off on Thanksgiving Day. And then Friday, Baylor, Texas. Uh, you know, you mentioned the World Cup game with the U.S. on Friday. Well, the, Baylor, Texas on ESPN is going to go uh, head-to-head against that for, for much of the day. Um, that's the Friday ESPN game with Mark Jones and RG three a game i'm actually going to be working from the charlotte studios arizona state and arizona on fs1 at 3 p.m on friday with adam alexander and devin gardner and then our our buddy tom mccarthy's got a call uh this is usually a a cool game on friday of thanksgiving as well arkansas and missouri that's on cbs at 3 30 there's more games on friday as well um capped off by the florida florida state game with anise schroff and his crew on the call on ABC. Uh, that's a 7.30 p.m. Friday uh, kickoff for that one. All right. Uh, and then, of course, uh, we know we have a um, stuffing full of uh, radio calls to Brett Dolan, Lamar Thomas uh, in there on Touchdown Radio. That's Florida, Florida State. That is a Friday night game. So uh, if you're driving around Friday, traveling after Thanksgiving, you can pop on a radio station in your market. Check that out. And then on Saturday uh, Westwood one, JP Shadrick and Derek Rackley have that Michigan Ohio state game. That's a, a Westwood one game there. ESPN radio, our buddy, Mike cousins and Max Starks have the Oregon, Oregon state game. That is a three 30, uh, TJ and Tiki TJ Reeves from the sports media watch podcast. He is going to be doing the iron bowl, Auburn, Alabama. That's for compass media. Uh, Learfield has Sloan Martin, Mike Golick jr. Iowa State, TCU. Benetti is on the Fox side on TV. That team is back on that big TCU game. So Benetti gets TCU two weeks in a row. Compass at night, Troy Clardy and Steve Burline. Now, Troy has been uh, has emailed me a few times. He is a listener of the podcast. He's calling the game for Compass Media. So we'll give Troy a shout-out there. Hopefully he gets a good game. LSU, Texas A&M. ESPN Radio, another guest of the podcast, Mark Hesseshire. Kelly Stoffer and Fitzsimmons, that's a big game. Notre Dame-USC has playoff implications. So a lot of these former guests of the podcast, and then the guy who started the podcast, Tim Brando, Spencer Tillman, Kansas at Kansas State is a uh, fun one there, a big rivalry game on Thanksgiving weekend. Anything else stick out? Yeah, a a couple more big ones, of course. South Carolina-Clemson at noon, that's a huge rivalry. Uh, Sean McDonough and Todd Blackledge on that call. That's an ABC game at noon. Uh, The big noon kickoff, of course, uh, Gus Johnson and Joel Klatt for that Michigan-Ohio State game. You mentioned Westwood One's coverage there as well. Georgia Tech-Georgia with Bob was choosing on ESPN at noon. And, uh, yeah, it goes into the evening as well. You know, we talked about Auburn, Alabama, where TJ will be. That's, of course, the big CBS game with their number one crew. And uh, that night, um, I'm actually going to be working a game, Oklahoma and Texas Tech, uh, with Eric Collins and Devin Gardner for that one. Uh, So I'll be behind the scenes there. Um, LSU, Texas A&M with Tess. uh, Notre Dame, USC with Fowler and Herb Street. Uh, So some big, heavy-hitting games on Saturday, the big rivalry weekend. All right, uh, World, World Cup, we've had some big ones already. Saudi Arabia stunned the favorite. Argentina, Japan stunned Germany. A lot of favorite people, a lot of uh, World Cup fans picking Germany as a possible winner of this thing. So we've had some unbelievable starts to the World Cup, and we got a busy week again, including games on Thanksgiving. 
Yeah, just before we're recording this, Japan had that stunner over Germany. Derek Ray on the call there. And yeah, there's plenty more. You know, you can get your Thanksgiving started at 5 a.m. You know, most people try to relax and, and sleep in on, on Thanksgiving and that kind of thing. But if you're into the World Cup, Switzerland and Cameroon, 5 a.m. on Thanksgiving morning. And then it continues on. Uh, there's another 5 a.m. game on on. Uh, November 25th, Friday, you know, by the way, 5 a.m. Eastern, it's not 5 a.m. for the announcers. You know, the, these are uh, evening games uh, over there in Qatar. Um, you know, games get started in the afternoon, go into the night. Like there, there's some 5 p.m. local kickoffs or, or I'm, I'm sorry, 10 p.m. local kickoffs in Qatar. Uh, so some of these games go pretty late night over there. Um, you know, which are the last game as far as the Eastern time window. And of course, the big one, 2 p.m. on Friday, England versus USA. Uh, John Strong, Stu Holden um, on the call there. Uh, Jenny Taft and Jeff Shreves are the reporters. So, you know, there'll be a lot of eyeballs on that England-USA game 2 o'clock on Friday. Yep, uh, and it's a busy time for the broadcasters. They're all working during the holidays here. They're here, there, they're everywhere. They're, some are doing multiple games for the holidays here. So uh, we know that with that World Cup, as you mentioned, it has kind of added uh, another layer of stuff. College hoops, we know, busy as can be. I was watching a ton of college hoops. I love the Feast Week. I love the games, the Virgin Islands, these tiny little gyms. Uh, I, I love them all, but uh, college hoops, Man, they are everywhere right now. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty remarkable just how many games they're able to 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 squeeze in, and you know, great opportunity for all these uh, student athletes to to go to these different locales and, and enjoy the week as well. Um, games, you know, pretty much any place that's a wintertime vacation destination has got some sort of college hoops invitational going. But there was an interesting situation, Mike. Um, on Tuesday at the Maui Invitational, um, during the Texas Tech-Louisville game, um, John Schriffen suddenly uh, had to leave the microphone. Uh, he was the play-by-play announcer, and Damian Fishback um, ended up uh, completing the game solo. So um, he was the analyst for the, the remainder of the Texas Tech-Louisville game. Um, apparently, it was a voice issue with Schriffen, who just lost his voice and, you know, wasn't able to call the game. So Damian Fishback closes out the game. And then they had a second game um, scheduled, uh, the Cincinnati game, right afterwards, 30 minutes after the, the conclusion of Texas Tech-Louisville. And... Dan Shulman was called into duty to to do a game. He was scheduled, of course, to do two more games later that evening with Jay Billis at the Maui Invitational. So Shulman comes in on short notice. Uh, help was on the way. Um, he's, he's able to step in there with Fishback, and they're, they're able to do the Cincinnati game on short notice. And I just had this, like, kind of crazy visual in my mind while all that was going down. Like, all right, are they calling – uh, Billis and Shulman while they're at like some surf shop or, you know, touring some volcano in Hawaii. And they're like, Hey, you got to hustle down here to the gymnasium. We, we need Shulman, you know, and suddenly he's there, um, you know, not missing a beat in his Hawaiian shirt alongside Fishback. So some good hustle there to, to get it done. But another interesting situation, we saw this earlier in the year with Gus Johnson and Joel Klatt, you know, when an announcer has to step away 
you know, in the middle of a game and the analyst has to, to take over and fly solo for a bit. And, you know, Fishback got it done. The game was a blowout. Texas Tech just absolutely throttled Louisville. So that might have, I don't know if that made it easier or harder the, as far as like filling dead air and that kind of thing. Sometimes but, that's uh, harder. Fish, Sometimes that's harder. Yeah. I mean, we've seen a little bit in, I think one of the things I noticed in the World Cup is with these upsets, you're not expecting these upsets. And I think because you're not expecting these upsets, some of the background stories have not been there. I don't know how much access they're getting to these players, but I do feel like, hey, why is Saudi Arabia beating Argentina? I, I felt like I wasn't getting enough as a common, casual, very casual soccer fan. Uh, I, I feel like Maybe we just take for granted sometimes in soccer, very few upsets happen. Yeah, you know, you got to put it into context, that's for sure. And it certainly um, there was a lot going on in that Saudi Arabia game, you know, not to mention kind of the, the home field advantage that that team was was enjoying. But, yeah, it's an it's an interesting situation, you know, and it's a balancing act as far as you know, taking care of the hardcore fans and also the casual fans. Um, you know, what was interesting about this Texas Tech-Louisville game with Fishback flying solo down the stretch, um, you know, there were periods of, of, of dead air. That's actually how I, it got my attention. I was in the, the office at the, the college, and, you know, my, my colleague Joseph Marvin suddenly said, do they have announcers at this game? Because, you know, they, they he, he was just sort of sitting back a little bit. The game was so out of reach. It was like a 40-point differential at that time. And, you know, the, the time was ticking down. Fishback, you know, of, of course, new to the play-by-play the, the -play side of things, probably had never done it before. What was good about it was, you know, the guys in the studio and then also Shulman and Fishback when they came back for the other game, they weren't like, you know, hiding the fact that, you know, Damien had to do this solo. You know, they weren't trying to, like – you know, turn him into a play-by-play -play announcer suddenly. They were very transparent and open about the fact that, hey, this was a unique situation. Damien, you had to do this solo. You did a great job. Um, you know, well done getting us through this, and let's move on to the next game. Yeah, and the next game you mentioned, Shulman jumped in. Uh, he's been doing stuff with Billis down there. Those guys are loving life, just wearing the Hawaiian shirts and kind of uh, enjoying these games down there. I've been watching a ton of this stuff, you know, ESPN Plus is the most amazing thing for college basketball fans or college sports fans out there. I mean, you have games on everywhere. I'm watching some place called Tarleton State play basketball games. Some of these games have one announcer. They don't have a color analyst. They're just, you know, I think one of the games I watched, Phil, maybe you could speak on this. I think they took the radio feed from one of the places and we're airing that feed. It sounded like it had to have been a radio feed or the home radio broadcasters and paired it up um, because, well, I don't know. The video seemed like it was local video from the market that the game was in. They had, like, local commercial. They had, like, stuff that would be on the Jumbotron. Like, uh, hey, like, it's a timeout, and you're trying to guess what race car is going around and going to finish first. Like, that kind of stuff was on the broadcast, and I'm thinking, man, this is amazing. You could watch almost any game you want on this ESPN+, Plus, but it's giving a lot of people an opportunity to get out there and broadcast games and hopefully take advantage of it, you know? 
Yeah, I mean, a lot of times it is a a very uh, in-house situation in terms of the production, also the announcers and so forth. And, you know, for some of these ESPN3, ESPN+, Plus, some of these other streaming options, you know, they they basically rely on the school to to produce everything um, themselves. And I guess in some of these cases, you know, it is a little more, um, you know, as uh, raw, you know, as far as what you described, Jumbotron ads, that kind of thing. All right, uh, let's uh, – oh, by the way, Mark Ketcher, another guest of the podcast, saw him doing TV this week. We had another situation uh, with some shuffling around. Yeah, Kessinger was called into TV duties on the NBA on a pretty short notice. Um, Ryan Rucco was was originally scheduled to do this game, but he he was unable to, and uh, Kessinger called into duties. And, and meanwhile, Kessinger had a college football game the very following afternoon, and – all that, um, you know, made it impossible for him to get there. And so, you know, kind of the the musical chairs uh, landed with West Durham filling in for Kessisher on that uh, Michigan football game. So um, kind of interesting how, how that all works itself out. But, you know, great work once again from our buddy Kessisher as far as, you know, being called into duty on the on the TV side and, and getting it done on the NBA on Friday night. All right. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Don't forget, rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Get it out there. Leave a comment and uh, let us know. Uh, what do you like to hear? What do you want to hear more of? We certainly love bringing you all the stories that we get from these broadcasters. And uh, as everything continues to heat up and more stories come out. By the way, NHL, NBA, we don't want to forget about them. They are busy this week as well. Uh, the NBA, as we know, about a month from now, they're going to get into uh, Christmas Day. They'll have all that coming up, and that they'll start to uh, – we had the other night, uh, last night, it was uh, Stan Van Gundy, um, Brian Anderson, and who was the third? Candace, Candace, Candace yes, Parker, Parker was on there. Yep. They added her to the broadcast. I think that was a first for them last night. Uh, that was during the Sixers-Nets, that big Sixers-Nets game that was really highly anticipated in my market. And uh, that was a nice team, Brian Anderson uh, and Stan Van Gundy. We know does a lot of games. And Candace Parker, they added her, I believe, to the analyst team for that for that particular game. Yeah, so they're, they're starting to get Candace Parker more and more reps and kind of working with some different crews in terms of uh, her calling games. So um, cool to see that and um, you know, we'll continue to keep an eye on the NBA and NHL. All right. Uh, and then quickly, let's get out on a couple of uh, transactions to close out the pod this week. Yeah. Um, Steve Fiziak, you know, if, if, if you're a um, sports fan of, of our generation, Mike, you probably know this name. Uh, most recently, he's been with the Royals in terms of uh, both calling games on TV and radio, but he was around for years, ESPN, Fox Sports, um, you know, then working on the on the team side, whether it's the uh, Reds, San Francisco Giants, Padres, Angels, uh, Rams in the NFL, Grizzlies and Warriors in the NBA, um, worked for all those uh, broadcasts as well. Well, he retired after a 43 year career. So um, I hope he enjoys his retirement. Congratulations to Steve. And, you know, um, as that opening was created with the Royals broadcast team, Jake Eisenberg. Um, an exciting young broadcaster um, has joined the radio, Royals radio network and will also appear on Valley Sports Kansas City. Um, he's a AAA call-up. He was with the Omaha Storm Chasers, a AAA affiliate, and 
Also did quite a bit of work with the Mets radio team, which is a, a, a pretty uh, stellar group up there in New York. Uh, so congratulations to Jake Eisenberg on that new appointment. All right. That brings us to the end of episode 25. Uh, quick in and out this week with Thanksgiving here. We know a lot of people have a lot of stuff to do, but you may be traveling and like to hear what is happening all over. TV is not going away in terms of the games. In fact, it only gets crazier during the holidays. So we just give you a little overview. Rate, review, subscribe. Check out Sports Media Watch. Of course, TJ and John, uh, they usually drop Wednesday. Theirs is already out. So you can go back and check a look at all the weekend ratings and stuff from the uh, football weekend. Tell me a story I don't know. George Offman, uh, his podcast is out as well. Um, Like the feed. You get all the podcasts, rate, review, subscribe, do all that stuff, share. When you see it on um, Twitter, hit the like button or retweet it so more people get their hands on it. That always helps. And uh, we're at episode 25, but the more likes, rates, reviews, we can keep on going and uh, continue to make it bigger and better. All right, Phil, happy Thanksgiving to you. Where uh, will you be? Yeah, so I'm spending Thanksgiving up here with family in the mountains of uh, Western North Carolina. Um, I will be uh, working behind the scenes on a couple games this weekend. Uh, Fox Sports 1, Arizona, Arizona State on Friday, and then Texas Tech, Oklahoma on uh, Saturday night. All right. Uh, well, I'm going to be hanging out in Atlantic City, which is where I uh, am stationed, uh, hanging out uh, with Halloween calling the annual Thanksgiving Day football game. I don't know if uh, Thanksgiving Day football is still a thing in many other states, but here in New Jersey, they are holding on for dear life to try to keep those high school football games, and I am calling one of the oldest rivalries in the country, Atlantic City against Holy Spirit, and that will be tomorrow morning or Thanksgiving morning at 10 a.m., and then I am taking a couple of days off, and I'll be back next week, and we will have episode 26 for you here on the announcer schedules podcast. So we want to wish all of our listeners a happy Thanksgiving, man. Enjoy all the sports that are going on out there. And we will talk to you next week right here on the announcer schedules podcast. Have a great weekend and a happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.